here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. guys welcome back uh welcome back to 2022 season we are fantasy t for anybody watching listening uh i don't know if we have any live viewers yet but you guys can watch us live on our youtube channel anytime we are uh streaming live we're gonna be doing monday nights again welcome back lonnie cox and on the bottom we got vital the juice my name is nick Masick. we are fantasy te fantasy football podcast we missed you guys i missed you guys um so <laughs> you guys uh excited for this season are you ready to get this thing going oh yeah man dolphins are winning the super bowl i'm um, gonna win the fantasy league it's gonna be a good year <laughs> it's always fun to start off with unrealistic <laughs> expectations and go downhill from there <laughs> um Okay, well, before we get into any with this, this is so much fun news and stuff we got to cover. But before we get to any of that, first order of business, we have our league. We're going to draw names for our league draft order. We got 12 teams this year. We got some guys who left. We got a lot of new blood. I'm excited about it. I'm very excited. We got a really strong league this year. I think it's probably going to be even more challenging than last year. Um, in the ways you want a league to be challenging. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So as per tradition, we will be drawing from this. That's upside down because the names are already in it. Our wonderful Patriots hat, because that's how you can determine everything's going to be fair. And nothing will ever be cheated or uh, attributed to any wrongdoing. Any any uh, any guesses? Any, any, do you guys want to venture any bets as to who's first? Are you doing side bets? Obviously me. Obviously, Vitale. Okay, we'll see. Here we go. First name out of the hat is... Oh, my God. Are you serious? Fuck. That is ridiculous. That's bullshit. I can't believe you called that. I mean... I feel like Babe Ruth right now, bro. Why did he call my old shot? Wait a minute. Do all these say Vitale the Juice? Did I accidentally write your name on all this? Son of a bitch, dude. I you cannot... should be worried about my other premonitions I've made. No, wait a minute. We didn't we didn't clarify those. The first name, the last pick, or the first pick? Okay. <laughs> is... I'm kidding. It's the first pick. Always oh. the first pick. Vital, congratulations. Feels right. Oh man, I can't believe it. Your optimism is overwhelming. <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> um, okay any guesses on the second pick Lonnie do you want to call this one I don't know. yeah me let's go for me <laughs> you, you want me the second pick you yeah know? let's go Lottie put it out there we got Lando, Lando Gonzalez oh, close yeah it started with an L close but also not even close at all so <laughs> Gonzalez pick number two Vital's already planning. He's he's already researching. He's like checked out on this whole process. Like I figure out who he's gonna pick first. Yeah, I think now number I know my three. We got Brian G. Woo! Brian G. Coming you in guys, coming up number strong. three. Now, now I hope for last pick. I was gonna say now. Now I feel like I'd rather be closer to the bottom turn. Um, but just as <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
What did I get? That's fourth? I'm fourth? Dude, I couldn't have planned this better. <laughs> you guys are fucking hilarious. Fourth is actually a pretty sweet spot. So I'm fourth. That's what that's what I'm at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But right after you said I'd like to be the last pick. Oh man. It's <laughs> almost like we it's almost like we picked up right where we left off from last season. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with DraftKings. Bro, that's, yeah, it's so funny. Exactly what Lonnie doesn't want. It's what he is. As soon as he says, no, you know what I want is so this year I want to lose. <laughs> this year I want to lose, and I'm going to pick my own tattoo. Ah, oh, that's not how it works, though. No, nope, uh, we're changing the rules. <laughs> Can't change the rules now. All right, All right six, uh, fifth was Casey Peruski. Congratulations to Casey Peruski. Number six pick Woo. is going to Raul Hernandez. Uh, one of our oh, new, all these new guys up front. New additions, uh, Raul Hernandez of Dade County Comedy. Excited about having him in the league this year. He's been one of our, he's been like following the podcast since the beginning, since the inception of Fantasy TE. Pick number seven. Yeah, Raul's the homie. What do we got? Steve Lamb. Steve Lamb, sure Woo. to do something weird at pick seven. But also win. <laughs> He's got to go with Tom know, Brady I, and win somehow. He's going to pick Brady <laughs> number seven. He for sure is. Uh, he's like, yeah, Brady's good. I like him. Don't be. Yep. <laughs> number eight, we got Jay Filsma. All right. Another new guy, Jay Filsma. All right. This is good. So I'm actually happy now because, like you said, Lonnie, falling to like the lower end, the, the turn at the bottom, you can get some real good value for like that because we're doing a snake draft. And yeah. just as I say that, <laughs> <laughs> dude are we all calling our shots tonight all right i get number nine that's perfect that's exactly where i want to be i'm actually drafting ninth in my other league too um oh it's perfect so yeah it's gonna make it real easy for the uh mock drafts number 10 anthony terzo anthony. terzo won drafting i think second to last last year so oh this is scary <laughs> yeah i'm i'm just glad i get to go draft right before terzo because i'm gonna snake whoever he wants on the turn <laughs> and 11 we got terry wayne terry wayne new addition to the league long time player first time in the league and which means last place is gonna be who is it oh yeah that's right max halbenstock Oh boy, Max is gonna oh, love oh, Max. <laughs> Max, Max, who is talking a whole lot of shit already. Oh yeah, <laughs> getting that last pick. I, I like that. I, yeah, actually, the last pick is pretty good. I'm gonna have to reuse these to. Uh, I'll do that later on, but uh, to set up. So I, I like to randomly. Not a lot of things in fantasy that we do analog anymore. Most of it's digital, but this is one of the things I like. I like the paper and pen. And you know, to do it old school. Um, and I'm also gonna draw randomly for the last two weeks of our regular season matchups. I'm gonna randomize that manually because otherwise it just gives you like week one and week two matchups over again. And I don't really like that. Um yeah. so I like to be a little bit more <clears throat> interesting because we do have we have two less teams this year. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was super funny. I love that. Vital called his shot right out of the gate. Lonnie Feel said it. he wants to go at the end and got picked as soon as you said that. And I, right when I was like, yeah, I feel like this is where I want to be. Boom. Got that spot. You have to mention your position. Yeah. It's pretty much fantasy. You team. know what? This is how, this is the position that I bet that we're going to finish in this year in our uh, contest. What? First, second, and you last. You yeah. Think you're I'm going to finish last in the contest. 
Yeah, I think you're getting the head of tattoos here. Feel it. Dude, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't know. All right. We'll I see. wanna win. I wanna win and still make you guys henna tattoo me. <laughs> That's what I want. If if you do it, I will do it. If he, okay. I will get it in solidarity with you. Okay. I feel like that's not no. I, I don't think we should allow that. I don't think that's. I I think we should. We have to stick with. I the am the king. If I win, I'm the king. If I mean, make- he wants to do it. He wins. Why not? He's yeah. still punishing us, dude. You can get that's a right. tattoo for yourself anytime you want. Anyway, though, like it's not like we're gonna stop you from getting a henna tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> like just you just do exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like this is your one opportunity to put something incredibly embarrassing on our bodies that you get to show. To me, it's very embarrassing that you have to henna tattoo me. That's the ultimate <laughs> shame. I mean, I right, whatever. It's, I thought it was pretty funny. I loved it. I would do it again. I was <laughs> totally happy to put a picture of a sonogram on your belly last year. Mm-hmm. I was more than happy to do that. So if you want to do that again, we can. But if you're getting tattooed, we still get to pick what we're putting on you. No, no, no. If I'm that's... the winner, I get to pick the tattoo and you get to pick and you have to do it. Yeah, that seems fair. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do it yourself. <laughs> I mean, no. I guess I don't know. Right, why right, right. Would... There's two tattoos. Why would you waste? <laughs> You're gonna get one for yourself and for yeah. The... I like that punishment for Lonnie. And now that I'm the king, you have to put a tattoo on me. Yes. I think that's fair if you want to do it. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen. If you win, you you could like again. You can always get yourself a henna tattoo. <laughs> <You're not gonna> <laughs> Tell you, you can't. There's no rules in life against that. So, <laughs> all right. But we're so we added a bunch of picks, though. We're not going to do that, obviously, for this week. We're going to wait till I think we'll 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 do all of our picks for the kickoff special, which is Thursday, September eighth. Do you guys circle that on your calendars? Um, yeah. Okay. So it's the Thursday, right before the Thursday night game, the kickoff game, we'll do uh, we'll do a, a short podcast and we'll announce all of our picks for division we're doing division winners we're doing full division placement this year which is going to be so division winners all the places in the division um i think every round like i don't know i, I sent you guys the, the format we're doing but we're, we're picking everything um basically that you can pick preseason except for records we're not going to pick actual records but more or less all right let's get into some news stuff before we get a deep dive into the fantasy uh Probably the biggest news, obviously, is Deshaun Watson, the development of this case. Um, He actually played in the preseason game. And before the preseason game, he apologized publicly for the first time. He didn't say specifically what he did. He was just like, I'm sorry for making anybody feel uncomfortable who I made feel. It was like it was weird because he didn't like acknowledge that he did anything wrong but i, I think, think he, he used really really great wording that i want to use from now on in my life i'm sorry for anyone that i impacted like whenever i yeah. did something terrible to someone was, allegedly was i was what? like sorry for anyone that i've been impacted yeah it was something like that and then he got fucking some terrible chant from the fans which was it was jacksonville so they're gonna like they don't have anything better to do other than just say bullshit to the other team um but that's gonna be going around a lot probably this year um so any thoughts on that what do you guys think i mean he's gonna play at some point this year probably uh what the the last thing came out was six the so all right so here's what happened 
the league didn't want to take responsibility for the suspension, right? So they hired an arbiter or like a judge to decide to determine his suspension. And the judge decided six months. And then the league didn't like that decision because they felt it was making them look bad. And now they're appealing the decision of the person that they hired to make the decision. Is that they want more time? Is that what the league wants? I guess, yeah, but they didn't want to be responsible for this decision. <laughs> exactly. Just, and so now this one was literally your decision to make. You gave up control, and now right. you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing. Can you imagine being that lady? That because it was a female judge, I believe. <laughs> that lady, she's like, like you guys hired me to do this, and now you're challenging me. Like, she, I would be so pissed if I was her. I'm sure they paid her. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like. Like, this is exactly what you hire. It's like getting hired to do a job. You do the job they ask you to do, and then they're not happy with the job you did. And you're like, fuck this. This seems like very sitcom of the NFL to be doing this. It's, it's like an episode of Mad Men. What is this? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It was so dumb. Um, I don't know. But, uh, you know, like, then then the last room, the last thing I read was, which I've forgotten about, it was like, at the end of the day, and this is, she's a judge, so this is probably what she was con- taking into consideration, no criminal charges were filed <laughs> like at any point. He was, he was never charged with a crime, um, and most of the civil suits have been settled. So I guess, I don't know, from the judge standpoint, she's all letter of the law kind of stuff probably, so she probably looked at that and was like, well, he didn't, according to you know people who reviewed this and whatnot, he didn't commit a crime. They're like his peers are saying he didn't commit a crime. So just misconduct, general misconduct is six mm. games, whatever. It's a complicated situation. Court of public yeah. of, of public opinion is a whole different thing altogether, though. So, yeah, I don't know. The NFL should uh, they have to make rules for these kind of things and just keep them standard and maybe go deeper than like misconduct, because then they like really put themselves in a corner. Because either do you can't just go by like I don't know feeling every time because then they always are like oh Goodell's up to something like no matter what if you make a strict rule if you if you're caught recording a team boom this is what it is like you're deflating balls this is what it is like if you get in domestic violence it's two years this is just what it is like. I think what the NFL wants is they want us to forget about this. Like we forgot about Ben Roethlisberger and then they want to, they want to be able to be like, Oh, when they look back at this in 15 years, once when society has shifted to a new level of understanding, as it always does, they want to be able to say like, Oh, well, we pressed for more time. We didn't get it, but we, we were on the right side of history Mm. Um, because eventually we will forget about this, especially if Deshaun Watson continues playing like, Ben Roethlisberger did the exact same thing. We moved on. We, you know, he, nobody fine. ever really talked about it anymore. He's fine. Like his his uh, public opinion is fine. People will forget about this pretty quickly. Honestly, like people, this yeah. stuff kind of moves fast. If he starts winning, especially, yeah, correct. If, if he wins in Cleveland, if he wins, if in he takes Cleveland. them to the Super Bowl, or he's just a has a generally decent NFL career, like we will forget about his this in a couple of years. And uh, the NFL wants that they are depend they're counting on that, but they're also wanting to end up on the right side of history. They do not want another right. Ray Rice situation or right. a Colin Kaepernick. Right. And 
those, but you know, the Ray Rice situation was also completely different because he was caught on video, like committing a horrific crime. But remember the thing about the thing about Ray Rice was that he embarrassed the NFL because the NFL had come out before the video was released and didn't suspend him. They knew that the video existed. And then the video came out after they didn't suspend him. And then it made the NFL look bad. So now ever since then, the NFL has been overly punished. They've over punished rather Mm -hmm. than under under stuff ever since Ray Rice. Um, because they don't want to get embarrassed again. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, Which is kind of another thing that happened with, with Colin Kaepernick is that they were embarrassed by the fact that it was, you know, very clear that they were like colluding to not let him back into the NFL. So. Right. Right. They don't want embarrassment. Of course. Yeah. That's what it's all about public perception. And to your point, it's, it's just, you're right. It would be, it would be nice if there was a clear cut and dry, like, well, this equals this, 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 but, but every situation is so completely different. And so like each one of them has to be measured. It's not like players misconduct fall within specific, like, well, he did this, but it's, you know what I mean? Especially because if, if they're going based on criminal charges, like, cause they could just be like, no criminal charges, no suspension. You know what I mean? That would be like the easy thing to do. But like, well, if the court, if the law says they didn't break a law, then we're not going to penalize them that would be the easiest only clear cut and dry thing but but they don't want to go by that because again like Lonnie said it's it's the court of public opinion it's it's public perception and public perception supersedes the rule of law in many cases and that's that's what they're up against and that's why it's so hard to say well if you do this you get this well according to the law he didn't do anything illegal or at least not criminal. I don't know if, you know, like there's so many shades of gray with this whole situation. Um, this does bring up an interesting. It, so, but this, this actually ties into a very interesting rumor because Jimmy Garoppolo situation, um, there've been talks about him getting traded. He cleared his physical Trey Lance is going to be the starter in San Francisco. Jimmy is on the trade block. And they're just kind of waiting to find the right situation, the team that wants him. And one thing I heard is that the Browns are in play depending on what the number of games end up ends up actually being after this appeal. Um, So I heard like eight, probably not 10, probably 12, almost definitely they will try to get Jimmy G because you're talking about a guy who can put you in a position with that. That roster is nice. I mean, Receiver, they're a little bit iffy, um, but that roster looks good, man. That, that roster is nice, and you could possibly – it's a tough division, but yeah, the Steelers aren't that great. The Ravens have some some issues. The Bengals look good, but, like, that's a division that you could realistically come out and put yourself in a position to be in a, at least a wild card, especially the guy like Jimmy G at the helm. And then you've got Deshaun Watson down the stretch. If he plays lights out football, like he's known to be like, apparently he is in camp. <laughs> he's still a stud. They're saying by all accounts, you know, they can make a run this year if they have Jimmy come in and, and do like a, you know, most of the year fill in, which pretty interesting argument there. I've also heard talks about Jimmy G to the Hawks. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple other potential landing pads for him. The Hawks. Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably his best landing spot. But do they want to trade him inside the division? Is the question. That's, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't see them giving him up in the division unless they just don't believe the Seahawks are going to compete even with him. You know, if they're just like, if they're looking at the Seahawks roster and like, yeah, we don't really care. Like, 
we're going to beat the shit out of you guys regardless. Go ahead, take Jimmy. Give us, and if they if that's where they get the most value for him in a trade. But it's hard to see them trading him in division, yeah. Um, this is a fun rumor. Antonio Brown came out and publicly stated he wants to play for the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, my God, that's crazy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I mean, they're they're banged up at receiver. What do you think? They're banged up at the receiver, and Cowboys are pretty famous for doing that exact thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, stunt casting. You know, they 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 do this with um, you know, the Rolando McLeans, the Tank Johnsons, the Pac-Man Jones, the TOs. Yeah, like they're famous for taking. And who was that? Um, Randy Gregory was he the was he not one Randy Gregory, dude? There was the other. It was the other defensive end. He played for Carolina. Greg Hardy. Yeah. Greg Hardy. Yeah, they just um, this is this is Jerry Jones MO right up his alley. Correct. He loves that. Now, to his credit, he gets production out of those guys. Like those yeah. guys don't usually come and 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 do bad. Like no. they come in and they play. Yeah, they play um, hard, they tow the line, and and he gets them, he gets more production out of them, which mm-hmm. is really interesting to have a good track record with quote unquote bad guys. Oh um, shit. So I was actually watching a video of Pac-Man Jones talking about Jerry Jones um, when he comes in and he says like, like apparently Jerry Jones will talk to them very like matter of factly and be like, listen, like, you know, you're spending all this time out in the club. It's a very interesting interview uh, that Pac-Man Jones gave. I think it was on um, Brandon Marshall's podcast, which is very, very fun to watch. Hmm. Um, But basically saying like, you haven't done anything yet in Dallas. Like if you want to be a star, this is your last opportunity um it's up to you like if you want your career to be over it can be over or if not i'm giving you this chance so produce or don't but you got to play good football mm-hmm. as i was gonna say it come to jesus talk probably is what yep. is happening to yeah. a little bit of that. it would be interesting i gotta tell you if but i feel like he still needs a procedure on his ankle to be able to play football this year um he like that's what that's what he said like and he's he's come out and said publicly that he won't get that procedure without any commitment from a from a football team like that he's not going to go and get this thing done whatever Why? i don't blame him this is a perfect time i know yeah well i mean i don't know if the cowboys have reciprocated that interest but it wouldn't shock me like you said and and they are hurt at receiver right now so boy that would be really interesting you imagine if ab like let's say the second half of the season he's back to like tampa form which was really good like he was balling in tampa the year they won the super bowl um the game walked out (laughs) yeah well that last year (laughs) um but like the the super bowl run the prime time tampa he was looking he looked as every bit as good as you know anybody else in the league dude him cd lamb healthy gallop and what they're i mean that's a scary trio of receivers all of a sudden that they can put on the field so you're talking you 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 would i feel like he could put them over the top for super bowl contenders you know if he if he didn't give a lot of help no i have no hope i'm done i give up <laughs> that's good that's a good good place to be in this year um marquise brown speaking of the brown family cousin marquise brown uh, arrested for speeding, which excessively, which I was just, I thought that was hysterical. Like, isn't that why they got him? Wasn't that what they would have traded him for? <laughs> to more <laughs> where did they, yeah. Where did they trade him to? Uh, Arizona. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but he was arrested for speeding. I'm like, yeah, he's fucking fast. He likes going fast. This guy, that's what he does. <laughs> All right. Don't be surprised 
when your you know star wide receiver who you drafted to go fast likes to go fast. Also, he's a Florida driver, so probably nobody gave him the kind of rundown. You know, he grew up in Hollywood, Florida, right? Did you did you ever meet him, Lonnie? Was he like? Did you ever play against him or anything? No, no, no he's younger than me. Yeah. Oh, no. but, and also, that was a different district. Okay, well, I figured maybe like inter conference games or what but um but at at any rate like he grew up driving in hollywood florida in south florida arguably one of the worst areas in the world to drive uh people drive like fucking maniacs so probably just nobody told him when he moved to arizona like hey by the way you can't do this here this is not like (laughs) he's been stuck in gridlock traffic around baltimore and dc since he got drafted so he just saw wide open spaces in the west coast middle of you know the desert and was like fuck it let this thing open up. Um, didn't say what kind of car he was driving. I don't think. I don't know. I didn't look that hard into the article. Um, so what do we? I mean, is he going to get suspended for like fucking speeding? I don't know. It was no. pretty bad. But yeah, whatever. Uh, Julio well, Jones. He, he wasn't drunk or anything. No, no, he was just going fast. He was just having a yeah. good time out there, just speed. But it was like criminal speeding, <laughs> like really fast. What's criminal speeding on an open road, really? Especially if you have a supercar, no, uh, dude. If you're going a certain, if you're going road. a certain mile an hour over the speed limit, you're going to get arrested. Yeah. yeah, right. Like if the speed limit's seventy and you're doing one forty, like you're going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not not okay. Listen, Even I feel you, but a one forty in like a supercar, come on, you know. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he wanted to go fast. He's like, this is, I'm in the desert. This is awesome. Look at all this open space out here. <laughs> and there's one cop in the middle of the nowhere. Like it was, it was a roadrunner. It was a roadrunner situation. <laughs> it was like, he's the roadrunner. <laughs> you know, um, he got caught. So, but you know, like nothing's going to happen with that. Probably no suspension. I don't know. They might give him like a game or two. He got arrested. So there might be, maybe that's one of those things where they're like, yeah, if you get arrested, you, <laughs> you get one game. I doubt it. But they don't. They don't have a. They don't have a set thing in place. So, all right, Julio Jones to the Bucks. Uh, when I first saw this, I was like, "Eh, does this really matter?" Like he wasn't nothing special last year. But now they're saying he's having the best camp of any receivers, and that he looks healthy all of a sudden again. So big deal. Do you like Julio to the Bucks? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I kind of like it too. I feel like Brady's gonna try to you know get him a Super Bowl before he goes out. I like it. I think fantasy wise, I like him in the late rounds. You know, it's hard to predict the Bucks receivers because now the ball is going to be, I feel like going to get spread out a lot more, but Julio maybe for the first time in his career is going to be more touchdown dependent, which he never has been before. He's always been one of those yardage catch guys and big body, you know, did him and got, now you got him and Mike Evans on kind of short yardage, situations mm. end zone situation that's gonna be red yeah, zone situation that's a crazy end zone team yeah, <laughs> tough to defend it's almost like he's replacing Gronk. <clears throat> it feels like um chris carson retires that was uh not a huge surprise did you guys have him last year uh i don't think i had him he's pretty banged up he's got that he's had that like neck nerve injury and then this was kind of a little bit of a surprise but also a health reasons kind of thing james white retired uh from the patriots yeah. He was yeah, but he's he's been playing for a long time. Not eight years, man. He's not been. He was only eight years, which I know is long on the longer end for running backs, but for a running back of his style, it's not that long, really. Like 
you know, I don't know. I was a little bit surprised because, and those are two guys who've always been very, like the last couple of years, pretty productive from a fantasy standpoint. So those are, uh, those are a couple of guys you're not going to see on the board this year, which is interesting. Um, how about the Kyler Murray thing? Do you guys follow this story? Oh, or that they, after they franchise tagged him, they found out all he does is play video games. Right. <laughs> so they gave him a $230 million contract, but they put a clause initially in the contract that said four hours of film study a week. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess if you're playing Madden, doesn't that kind of count? I guess, you know, a little uh. bit. <laughs> I mean, Dude, I just totally don't understand how you're around. not doing four hours of film study a week. Like, that's nothing. Yeah. I know. But that's four crazy. hours. It's, yeah, it was not a lot. They took it an out hour a day. Probably, like, flipped out when he heard that. What? <laughs> well, apparently they, they took it out of the contract because of the <laughs> public. <laughs> like, it was, it was a pretty bad look all the way around. Kind of for everybody. It's weird though. You give a guy a $230 million contract, but add a film study clause. It's like those two things don't match up. <laughs> those don't like, why would you give uh, $30 million? If it you- isn't. It isn't. It's all like, I think you're worth it. If you, especially if you cut out these few mistakes that I think can mm-hmm. be corrected through film, I think that's what they're trying to say. Yeah. Which oh, I can I- see that too. Cause sometimes yeah. he does make a little, like he's really right there for being over the top. He so is. like yeah. tighten up, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 They talk about him with like maturity issues and stuff. I don't know. Um, it seems it seems strange. It was, I, I never heard that a story like that before when that came out. <laughs> it was weird. But they, they did take it back out of the clause. Um other minor news for the Bucks. Uh Kyle Rudolph allegedly gonna replace Gronkowski. The uh, Bucks traded for him. Um do you guys think Gronk will come back if they're if they're poised to make another Super Bowl run? Do you think he'll come back for like the end of the season and, and a playoff run? Yeah, I, I kind of think like he will. I, I, I mean, always like, think he's open to it. I, yeah, like why wouldn't he? You know, especially depending on the other uh, tight end play. But I just I don't know. I kind of see that happening. All right, so here's one of the things. Have you guys watched any preseason or been following preseason at all? Yeah, I watched a couple of games. A little bit. Okay. Not Oops. really, to be honest. No. I, I've been like keeping up with like the major storylines, but I didn't really watch any yet. Um, but one of the things that I'm wanting to know is like, why aren't young, unproven QBs playing more in the preseason? Uh, guys like, so Tua, uh, Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, guys who are supposed to be the heir apparents right to for their team the franchise guys but they're young going forward and they're not sure yet you know these second year guys why aren't they playing more in the preseason you got what the preseason's about preseason isn't about testing out your quarterbacks you're going to give them regular season playing time anyway that's what the first four weeks of the season are for anyway your preseason is to see what your bottom fifth, your bottom third of your roster is for who's the final people that you add to your team. That's what the preseason is about. It's not about knowing which guys on your team that are going to be starting are going to know the playbook. They they know the playbook in practice. It's not about the game speed is different anyway. They're not going to be playing. It's very rarely like one-on-one in the preseason anyway. So the, the risk reward factor of being like, yeah, these guys are going to get hurt. I think we saw Kenny Pickett, 
ball out in the preseason. It just doesn't really mean shit, to be honest. Like, there are some guys that will come out of the preseason, like Victor Cruz comes to mind, Jordan Cameron comes to mind. Like, mm-hmm. some guys really show off in the preseason. You don't yeah. even know who they were, and then they, like, emerge. But those yeah. guys are, again, bottom third of the roster, like, on the cop, the chopping block, like, sure. and then they'll rise up through the roster. That's what the preseason's for, but you're not going to risk – getting your franchise quarterback like look somebody some guy already got hurt uh zach wilson uh, what zach hurt. wilson yeah yeah he got hurt in the preseason and i guarantee you the jets owner is like why the fuck is he on the field like what are you guys doing this doesn't matter like uh, it, there's no point to these games i don't know i think guys going to, i mean you're I, you're right and i'm not disagreeing with your point but guys like zach wilson who are like going into their second year this is kind of a you either do it now or we're going to look at a quarterback in the draft. I feel like you want to get him on the field and get him as much experience as possible because they've already shortened the preseason. They, they shortened mini camp. They're not getting as much practice time preseason. Like, yeah, I get, you don't want to get him hurt, but he could get hurt in the regular season. He could get hurt in the preseason. He needs on field time. He needs the thing is though, is this it's not real on field time. That's the thing. It's like you're not getting you're not getting what you're looking for. Like I understand what you're saying, but you're not getting that. You're getting a scrimmage, basically. And if you're getting, if you are getting one-on-ones with your number one receiver with their number one DB, you're getting that for one drive, two drives. You're not getting real on like time on experience. And then you know, you have to deal with this thing where like the quarterback's on the field, he doesn't want to come off. You're dealing with all this stuff. And I think from my end, if I was a coach, like you're not, t- you're not, you're not even suiting up. Like don't even get ready. Maybe on the last game of the preseason, we'll get you one drive, but no, you're, you'll play in the regular season. You'll play in practice um, and we'll gear you up, but no, you're not, you're not going to get hurt right. to play the fucking Jaguars. You know what I mean? I mean, I, yeah, you're right. I get, I get it. I I still kind of would like to see those guys, those guys play a little bit. Well, the thing is, is also if you, if you are ready to move them on, right. If you're like Zach Wilson, like, this is it, this is your year. You have this year to prove yourself. And then they get hurt in the preseason. Then you're like expanding that a little bit more. And like, it's like, Oh, well, what if, what if, I mean, he wasn't hurt. And okay. But you're saying like, you think they're more likely to get hurt in the preseason than they are in the regular season then. No, I'm not saying it's more likely. I'm just saying the risk reward. It's like if you get hurt in the regular season, like, yeah, you're trying to win football games. Like mm-hmm. people get hurt in the NFL. But if it's a preseason game and your owner is like, why is my number one quarterback getting surgery? Because we were playing the Broncos in the preseason. It's a hard sell as opposed to like, no, we're out here trying to win football games. Like, I'm yeah, that Ronnie, happens. Man. Getting hurt in preseason is like It's nonsense. The, the preseason it does not need crazy. to exist. I'm sorry. They yeah. need to get rid of the preseason. Um, <laughs> if they were going to do that, they I'm should just get – they should just expand minicamp or training camp by like well, a week, I would say. But like you, the, the whole point of it is for the bottom third of the roster. That There's no but point. But for that, for that reason, they do need to keep it though, you know. And what about sure. – and for the teams that are actually having legit quarterback battles, right, like the Panthers, they kind of need very- to see which guy's going to come to the top, you know, which guy's But I think – but top. my point is is that they're seeing that in practice. You're not seeing mm-hmm. – you're not going to see anything in the preseason that you're not seeing in practice, right? This is oh, not professional I competition. I yeah, it is professional competition. It might not be mm-hmm. the highest level of professional competition, but it is still – 
professional athletes, professional football players playing against other professional football players that they want to be. So I, I disagree slightly in that regard. I think it is still important. And it is still valid. I'm glad they cut it down a game though. That's definitely for sure. Um, all right. Well, so I'll, sorry, you have more to go ahead. Give me more. <laughs> Did you have more? No. Okay. All right. That's yeah. good. That's good stuff though. And it does make sense. You make very good points. Um, along the lines of the Wilson injury though, uh, I guess Robert Sala came out and said that he has all the faith in the world and Joe Flacco, which is really good. Huh. I, don't, I don't know anybody else who does this so. 10 years ago. Yeah, like, it's that's just like the coach saying the thing the coach is supposed to say, fucking Flacco. Um, we're gonna see Flacco with the Jets. I'm really curious of those guys. All right, of those guys that I listed though, how many of those guys do you think are going to establish that they are franchise quarterbacks this year? Let's say Tua. Do we think Tua's mm-hmm. gonna establish himself as a franchise quarterback this year? I think he has his chance, yeah. right? Like, I think this is it. Court, he has the best chance. <laughs> Dude, any quarterback would be drooling over this offense. I um, think Tua in particular has a great chance because he already connected really well with Waddle. And now, like, Hill's going to take at least double coverage out yep. there. So he's already has a connection with Waddle. Sure. He's yeah. gonna, his yards are going to look great. I heard Cedric Wilson's also looking really good in camp. He's, a, mm-hmm. he's like a fantasy flyer. I, I mean, I've heard that Tua has looked good in camp. So. Right. Yeah. How Let's can see. all those guys look good without Tua looking good? So, mm-hmm. so we think you guys think Tua is a yes. You think he's going to be, he's going to get the nod. And I, I think I'm not like, yeah, absolutely. It's going to happen. But I think they, I think that the team is set up very well for success. You've got a great defense. I think they shored up the offensive line. If I'm not mistaken, I think they've got some pieces yeah. there. Yep. So, you know, they've got a good running game for the most part, kind of. Oh, dude, they um, loaded their backfield up. I mean, they got a lot of options in the running game. A right. lot of yeah. different I know they have Raheem Mostert. They have the fastest team in the NFL, like, right? For like, sure. they have the fastest offense Let's in the NFL close, by far, probably. not even close. Yep. So, let's see. Yeah. And this a weak division. A weak division, too. So, yes. if they don't make what? the playoffs. What, what, do you mean? what yeah, division is good in their division? The Bills. Yeah. The Bills are really good. The Jets look like a disaster again, at least a work in progress. And the Patriots are, I mean, they might eight have a eight. good, they're maybe. They, they, if they they're an eight and eight team. Yeah. If, if they don't sweep the Patriots this year, that is, that is, that's a missed opportunity for the Dolphins, I say. We that, swept you guys not, last year. Huh? We swept you last year. Yeah. Well, you should have. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not like we do this all the time. It's not like my point thing. is the Dolphins are set up for success. It's not like they're yeah. in the AFC West. You know, they're in a very winnable division this year. Couple teams that are building, and the Bills obviously. Dude, those Bills Dolphins games are going to be fun. That's going to be good. <laughs> good TV this year. <laughs> um, okay, so Tua, we think yes. Daniel Jones, do we think he's this is his last year as a starter, or do we think he turns it around and gets it going? He's pretty young. Still. I think, I think this is his last year as a starter, and he's going to get traded somewhere as a backup. <laughs> if maybe it this year, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one. I don't think he's going to do it. I think even though he is pretty young, I still think if he doesn't, definitely if he doesn't do it this year, he's done. But I don't think he does it. Lonnie, you think he, Daniel Jones? Do we? No, no. No, I mean they were ready to move on from him last year. They're giving. I don't know why. I don't remember exactly what happened. But I remember two people were about to leave, and then they yeah. they at the last minute they kind of changed their mind. But he was he was done last year. 
Yeah. Why, dude, why aren't the Giants in the Jimmy G sweepstakes? I feel like that would be a pretty good move for them. He's kind of Hollywood anyway. He's like, he's a Hollywood. Maybe they are. Uh, maybe they are, but you don't hear him talking about it. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. That's true. Um, yeah, that seems like that would be a good fit. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure that phone call has been made. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Do we think Trevor Lawrence is going to make year two leap and people are going to be saying, yeah, he is the guy we thought he was. I think he's going to make a step forward. I don't want to call it a leap. I, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to be solidified unless Jacksonville has to get that team solid for him to look good. But I think he's going to become a little better. What do you think, Lonnie? You know, the thing about Trevor Lawrence is, again, like he's really exactly what Vital is saying. It's like it's hard to say, man. It's like he's on such a shitty team. He doesn't uh, he doesn't have the resources really to, like, prove himself in a way like I, I just. Well, we got new head coach this year. Remember, new system, better support system, better receivers uh and theoretically a stronger running game with a guy that he has a good rapport with and experience with and travis etienne who he played college ball with i think he is set up and not to mention guys like you know evan ingram and uh dan arnold who have been moved over there really good pass catching tight ends who can almost play receiver they might even utilize in slot i think he is set up for a pretty big leap forward. And if he doesn't make it a reasonably big leap forward, I think they might, I think he'll probably get another year regardless. Oh, he's going to fill, he's going to finish gonna get his rookie another... contract, dude. He was yeah. the number one overall pick. Like he's yeah. going to get, he's going to get a good chance. And then he, he might even get another year after that. Right. No, this is not his like it's make not it or break it break. Because I think uh-uh. he, compared to Daniel Jones, you can still tell the difference. I mean, Daniel Jones is on he, what? He, this is year passes. five for him? Year four? Yeah. Four, I think. I think year, year four. four. I mean, you're going to give Daniel Jones four years, but Trevor Lawrence too? No, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get at least the end of his rookie contract to show. Do you think he's – do you think after this season, though, people will be talking about him being a franchise guy, like for sure? I don't think so. No, not I don't quite. see that happening. Okay. Unless I don't the think Jaguars the are just clicking. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's year one of the coach, right? So first year with the new head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Last year was yeah. basically a disaster. You can almost write off last year because of Correct. The it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think that does definitely buy him more time than even maybe he would have gotten to begin with. Uh, who's the other guy on that list? Um, Wilson, Zach Wilson. Do you think he's got a shorter leash? He was drafted one pick later than, than Trevor Lawrence. People talked about him as having this really high upside. Does he have a shorter leash than Trevor Lawrence? Does he, or is he going to get just as much time? I Jets. think this is actually his make it or break it. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's even when York. he is out there, you could tell the talent level. I don't know. The jets have had me. They, they are comparable teams, but I don't know. I don't see it as Zach Wilson. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, which is weird because he was drafted, you know, him and Lawrence won too. But I think you're right. He's going to shorter, shorter leash. Uh, Justin Fields. I mean, they're turning Fields. They're they're turning the team over to him. They're giving him the keys. Is this a make or break year for Fields or is he going to have – he's got a little more time, yeah. He's got time. He's Dude, good. His team sucks. <laughs> like, his team sucks, right. We think his he, team He's sucks. got plenty of time. Plenty of Justin time. Justin Fields, I think – 
you know, Justin Fields is this new, you want to talk about upside, like, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of potential in a guy like Justin Fields with, I mean, who's he been throwing the ball? You know, I mean, the team is just God awful. Yeah. So do we think he's talked about as being a franchise guy at the end of this year? I mean, it, it's funny because even though his, he had a first year, you're already, they're already kind of bought and sold on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. already like, this is our guy. Like from the yeah. moment they drafted him, they were yeah. like, this is our guy. Right. We're moving forward with him. We want him. So do you think um, this year confirms that or what? Confirms it because it's what it should be. I can't say that. But God, this is what I'm asking it, you to say. This is what we do. Come on. Say it. Confirms it in the eyes speculate. of Chicago, Make it, Chicago fans who need a little bit a of strong, hope. Make your prediction. If you had to guess one way or the other, Lonnie. No, the answer is no. Not for me. I wouldn't say that, that Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears are going to make a huge leap in a tough division. Yeah. Um, I think the Lions are geared for a good year this year. If, uh, if um, I think the Vikings are gangster, Kirk Cousins had one of the most underrated quarterback years of all time. <laughs> like no one talks about 33 yeah. touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, just balling, just yeah. throwing the, sh- just yeah. dominating at the quarterback slinging, position. Slinging and, and then, and then the, the Packers, like, who, and then the Packers, like are, that's the tough division. That's a tough division. Vital, you so, think Fields is same question. You think Fields at the end of the season is talked about as confirming, yes, he is definitely a franchise guy, or are we still not sure? No, I no, mean, I, I'm pretty sure he's not a franchise guy, <laughs> but it's also I feel like they will do what Chicago does with QBs and just keep a fucking mediocre one there for a long time. Too long, yeah. They give him an extra year, yeah. one year too many is what they typically do. Um, okay, same the question. Last great Chicago QB. They didn't have one. Never. Never. The answer is they had Rex Grossman. <laughs> Rex Grossman took him to the Super Bowl. I was just trying to go through. Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler was pretty good for them. Uh, let's not let's, let's be honest. Jay Cutler yeah. was pretty gangster. He, he was had games. <laughs> he was good. He had some, he had some solid games for them. Uh, like Jay Cutler, Matt Forte, Alshon Jeffrey, like a, uh, Jimmy Graham. Like that, that team was team. pretty stacked. Yeah, yeah like they were pretty good. Lance Briggs, like yeah, that was a good team. Yeah, uh, they out. Dude, he went to they they went to they definitely went to at least one NFC championship game. They uh, went to really? the Super Bowl. I mean, Rex Grossman, they went to the Rex Super Bowl. Rex Grossman. I'm talking about Jay Cutler, though. I think Cutler played Jay in. Cutler, they I believe they did go to an NFC championship game. Yeah. Or right around there. I think they lost um, they lost to the Saints. No, I think it was that the Packers. Saints. I think it was a Bears Packers NFC championship game that he I lost. mean, you might be right. Yeah. And not yeah, not too long ago. That was probably the height of Jay Cutler's career. Okay, hmm. same question. For Fields, much different situation. Trey Lance. They're trading right. Jimmy G. They're actively planning to trade Jimmy G. This year, is this the year that we say, okay, Trey Lance is definitely a franchise guy? You think so? Yes. All right. Fatal, what do you think? He's a badass. I don't know if you guys have seen his tape. And Cam, <laughs> he is a fucking smooth motherfucker. I still need to see it. He can throw it. I don't know. I need to see it. Make he looks like Pat Mahomes. Like he he has that swag, that like Brett Favre, yeah. like move right and left, look right, throw left, like Gunslinger. drop it in yeah. on the move. I mean, I we're gonna start. have an answer. I want the answer to be yes because I like good <laughs> football, but I don't know, man. Honestly, but He's a we're gonna have an answer this year. I guarantee it because their team set up to win. Let's but just put it this way: like their GM in. John Lynch. 
Like he's had them go back to the Super Bowl almost three years, almost three different iterations, right? Like yeah. he's taken three different sure. versions of that team mm-hmm. almost to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, last right. year, what were they doing in the NFC Championship game? Like that right. team did not. Everyone was like, "What is what Hanging is happening?" The and they almost won. And like they, they almost won. They should have gone in the yeah. game. They almost won it. Sure. And it's should've. like, man, like you were looking at that team and you're like, who's even on this team? And <laughs> well, they have one guy. Right. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, you yeah, take yeah. one guy you take and then they and then that's the guy who drafts Trey Lance third overall. Isn't it's like, that, what is he kind of like what the Rams did last season? Right. Like they get a really good team and they're like, yo, switch out the QB. Let's mm-hmm. see what we can do with it again. But that's, <laughs> but dude, that's what it needs sometimes. Like mm-hmm. the 49ers, when they went to the Super Bowl, like Alex Smith, I believe they were 11 and 0. They were, an and NFC then they went to Colin Kaepernick. They were in the NFC Championship game. I think it went to overtime against the Giants the year before that. Or like, dude, Alex Smith had a really good playoff run the year before Kaepernick. Really but, but, deep playoff but, run. But Alex Smith went 11 and 0 the yeah, next yeah. year. The year right. they went to the Super Bowl, and then they moved to Colin and Kaepernick. Then they moved on to Everyone Kaepernick. was like, "What are you guys doing?" And they, and they pushed them into the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they should have won that Super Bowl. That should have should have won that Super Bowl. Should have won the Super Bowl. Should have been Kaepernick out. Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> and and that should have been history. But you're right. You're absolutely right. All right. So I agree with you. I I think Trey Lance. This is the year. I think he is the guy of that group who is most likely to be viewed as. His ceiling, his ceiling, he has the Joe Burrow ceiling, right? He has that young guy where he can push an already great team a little bit further. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has that ability. Is he going to do that? I don't know. But he has that ability. He's way more athletic. He has a better arm. He's he's faster. He's stronger than Jimmy G. Yeah. He should give them that extra win, which – in last season is the Super Bowl. So he's making everything. So we got to correct, see of course. Yeah, but Jimmy G, not. if I remember correct, he was throwing the ball like 18, eight times a game. Like he wasn't, he was doing nothing. He was just yeah. like, like he you could have done that yeah. for a lot of the stuff that he was doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he wasn't doing anything special to win games. No, he wasn't doing anything to cost them games either. That's kind of to lose them. Kind of he was a he was a game manager, which yeah. which is valuable. I'm not saying it's not very, valuable. Good game manager, good enough Correct. to win a Super Bowl theoretically, but just not enough to to put you over the top to make that play to win. I mean, I would argue that Russell Wilson is a game manager. I would argue that he is one of those guys that's not gonna when you yeah. put the game in his hands, he's gonna he he loses. Them he can make some guy. Like I've seen him do some. No, Maybe he's a great quarterback. Playoffs. He's a great quarterback. But when they won the Super Bowl, he was throwing the ball eighteen times a game. He was not throwing it forty five times yeah. a game. It was also like that was his style. Right. But that was earlier in his career. You got to remember they had the killer defense. He was on a rookie contract, so they had more money. Then they paid him. It's it's the classic story. Like you got to. So th- based on that, the, you know, the Niners might have a two to three year window with Trey Lance where he's on his rookie yep. contract. Same thing with Pat Mahomes. It's like he hasn't really gotten that close since they paid him. You know, I mean, he's gotten close, but. Now it's it does change the dynamic when you pay that quarterback, that young quarterback. When the stud quarterback is on a rookie contract, that is your best chance to win a football, win a Super Bowl. Yes, um, yeah, prove himself. Unless your team's still cheap. <laughs> unless you've got a Brady who's willing to take less money to, you know. And the rest of the team is dork that does money that. Like the Buccaneers to play with Brady. Brady. Yeah, exactly. Right. If I were the quarterbacks, I'd be so mad at Brady. He's like the kid in class. He's like, oh, but teacher, you forgot to collect the homework. Why is he taking pay cuts? So what <laughs> actually, a super 
I don't think that's that's how they view him anymore. I think he's now viewed much differently than he used to be. I think that's I've heard that's how guys talk about Russell Wilson. Honestly, like, really? <laughs> yeah, I've heard guys like fucking just shut up, Russ. Like he's such yeah, a dude. Really everyone's cool. making fun of him. He's not. Yeah. yeah. He's like this. First of all, he's super into Jesus. He loves Jesus, Russell Wilson, and they make fun of him a lot. He is not <laughs> just a cool all guy at all. He's a cornball. Yeah, Brady's yeah. fucking cool, man. Like people. Brady's want cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I'm with you. Brady's hilarious, dude. I love it. He's funny. Dude. As shit, Whenever I see dude, him yeah. golfing with Rogers. <laughs> oh, dude, the smack talk between them is so great. Hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Um. All right, last QB. Do we? How do we feel about Baker this year? What do we think Baker is going to do with Panthers? Is he going to get a redemption year, or is this just going to be more of the same Baker? He'll be the remember, starter. I would imagine he's going to start, but that's. I mean, what's he going to do? I don't know. You got a healthy Christian McCaffrey theoretically. You got some stud wide receivers. You got DJ Moore. You got Robbie Anderson. You got some young guys. Uh, pretty solid defense. They're talking and. Let's remember the last time we saw Baker healthy, he almost beat the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Or was it – he almost beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. Not almost. That game was not that close, but he did yes, beat the Yes, it was. Steelers. Dude, <laughs> he, just, look, he destroyed the Steelers and had like a 10 or 17-point lead on the Chiefs. It was very close. They ended up losing, I think, in the end by like 7 or 10 or something. But like it was very close. He had the Chiefs on the ropes. Last time we saw healthy Baker. And he was kind of running around doing his thing, slinging the ball when he was healthy. You think he gets back to that level where he's he's pushing in it again, not the toughest division. Saints, we don't know what they're going to be. Falcons, we don't know what they're going to be. I don't think so just because of the way his life is structured. Dude, the pressure around him is so enormous that unless he really blows it out of the water, which he's not set up to do with this team, it's going to like just not be there for him. I think I disagree. I think he is set up with that for this team because a safety valve like Christian McCaffrey, if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, he is the like ultimate safety valve pressure valve for a guy like Baker who, you know, needs to run around, needs to dump it off, needs to improvise occasionally. And he's got speed at wide receiver. Separation is also what he needs because he's not the most accurate quarterback, but he's got a strong arm. I think he is set up for potentially for a redemption sort of season. Um, not, you know, not like on a level of like, I don't think he's going to go to the Pro Bowl, but I could see him winning a starting job to the point where they're like, we're going to ride Baker for a couple of years and see if we can do something with him. That's my prediction on Baker. All right, guys, we are about out of time. This was fun. It's good to be back. It's good to have the mm-hmm. season back. So yep. much exciting stuff. Um, now we have our draft position, so we can start doing mock drafts and – and figure out who we're going to take. Vital, are you going to tell us before? Do you already know? Do you already know who you're going to take? Obviously, preseason uh, finish, but no, I don't know. Yeah, you're going to sure. wait. Are you going to wait till the last second to tell us? <laughs> yeah. Why would I give you that information to even start from there? Why would Why, I? It do doesn't that? help. Doesn't help me at all. Lonnie might benefit a lot. It, it helps everyone. <laughs> it helps like realistically. It helps like the two or the three spot, maybe the four spot. I don't fucking. I'm at nine, dude. I don't know what Steve's going to do. Like it doesn't matter. If you tell me. All right. Well, how it begins. We can now at least think about our draft position and what we have to strategize this week. I'm going to get dive, take a deeper dive into mock drafts, I think, this week. Um, I'm sure you guys are too. So we'll be back next Monday, next Monday, the 22nd, for another episode. And we'll start doing more kind of player analysis. We'll start looking at 
draft position and doing a little bit of strategizing on like actual specific players. So I have a little more information. I didn't even bring up Michael Thomas, but Ooh, man, he's moving up the draft boards. I know you (laughs) Christ, dude. He is. I mean, he's going to like the fourth or fifth round in my mocks right now, which is (laughs) flex position. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. We'll see. All right. It's good yeah, to see you guys back again next week for our Michael Thomas intervention. Yes. <laughs> I already have him. It's too late. It's it's too late for the intervention. I already got him on dynasty and I need him. Hey, Oh, before we get going, you guys, any pro, uh, shows you want to promote any shows coming up? Nothing special, spectacular, but you got anything next week. Um, yeah, I think I have a show at on the 21st at a that's the wrong day. V- Villain Theater next Friday, whatever date oh, that is. And nice. then next Sunday, I will be at a red light with Abby Ballin. Nice. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Good shows. Uh, next Sunday, I'm in Comedy Key West um, with nice. uh, Nadim Awad and Zach McGovern. It's going to be a really fun show. So back down there for one. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it. And then I'll see you guys the next day. I'll see you next Monday. All right. All right, guys. Uh, everybody listening, thank you for watching, listening. We are back. We'll be back every week, just about, I think, from now on. Till February. The season till February. So thank you for watching and welcome back, Fantasy CTE. See you guys soon. See you.